you for tuning in to No Gossip, Just Talk. I'm your host, Tanisha Javon. This is where we have conversation and get things off our chest. So sit back, relax, grab your snack, fill up your glass, and let's chat. Thank you for tuning in to No Gossip, Just Talk, where we don't gossip, we just talk. On set, I have my co-host, Miss Mitra. What's up, y'all? All right, it is Girl Talk one-on-one, ladies. So on the panel today, we have Miss Tiffany J, the one and only talented recording artist who can sing her ass off. I'm here. Thank you so much for having me. You are so welcome. So, it is Girl Talk 101. Mm -hmm. And we are going to talk about privacy. We're going to talk about how important privacy is to us. And how concerned about privacy are we? And do we feel like it's necessary in a relationship? Okay. All right. So... I feel like there is a healthy privacy and an unhealthy privacy. So, and the reason why I say that, it's like, okay, if it's a healthy, it's something that there is a secret that needs to stay within my own uh, space. Mm -hmm. And it has nothing to do with like being malicious or anything like that. But it's the fact that I feel like certain things you should keep to yourself and then it's okay for certain things to like share with other people, if that makes sense. Okay. Now, are we talking about things between you and your partner or just things from your partner or just you and your partner from the outsiders? Uh, both, actually. Okay. Got I it. feel like that could go both ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and as far as like the partner goes, I don't see anything wrong with privacy in a relationship. I don't. I feel like it's the motive behind it. Like, do you need your privacy to be sneaky and do stuff behind my back? Or do you just want your privacy that way? You know, you just have something to yourself, but you're Mm -hmm. not being uh, manipulative about it. Exactly. I understand. Um, I agree with what you are saying. I do um, because I think you're talking about the healthy, um, the healthy part of having privacy. So, and I just had a conversation with a female friend of mine yesterday about this. There are some things, if it's important, um, if it's going to benefit the relationship, I think all of those things need to be shared. Okay. If it is uh, necessary for both of you are both of you, um, your growth together, then that's great. If it is something I feel like you are working on separately. Um, but it does pertain to the relationship and I still think it is important. Um, but timing is everything. So sometimes, I mean, it also depends on if it's finances are concerned or if it's something that's a sole project of yours. It just depends on the nature of whatever it is. I do feel like, um, you should give someone the heads up so they're not blindsided. I feel like with any relationship that you have, I agree with, with that. Whether exactly work, friends, um, family for your significant other. All of those things need to be brought to the table. And like you said, it is how you do it, what the motive is behind it. And um, so that basically you both can win in the end. And there is no selfish, um, there's just no selfishness with it. I agree. What about you, Beecher? So I'm actually on the opposite end of you ladies. <laughs> 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 
everything. So my husband and I have been married for 10 years and been together for 14 years. And there is like every secret that I've ever had that I said, I'm not going to share with him. I've eventually shared with him just because it, I'm just, I'm an open book and, and that goes for, with my friends and, and I use friends. I use that term not loosely, but I have very few friends and, you know, I share just about everything. And, and my philosophy on that is, um, if you ladies ever get a chance or you may have already read it, um, Charlemagne, the guy, he has a book called Black Privilege, The Opportunity Comes mm-hmm. Created. And he has eight principles in the book. And, and his sixth principle is live your truth. And what that means, um, in, in his philosophy in his book is show your truth, share your truth. So, no one can use that against you. Um, so he gives the example in the book, um, that the eight mile ordeal when Eminem is, um, rapping and at the very end and they're doing the battle and Eminem basically rips himself apart and, and just exposes himself and shows all his flaws. Papa Doc has nothing to come back at him with. So he essentially loses the fight because look, here's my truth. This is me. You accept it the way it is or not. Um, and honestly, I feel like a lot of times when you, you expose your truth, nobody, nobody can, can use it against you. Um, and honestly, people are going to talk regardless whether you're happy, whether you're, you're going through. So I just feel like you live your truth and, um, I'm going to share it every step on the way because I feel like experience is the best teacher. And I just, I really, I do see what you guys are saying about privacy, but like I said, like I, I have been together for so long that there's really no privacy. I We could trade phones for the day and, you know, I mean, that's just how it is with us. Okay. Okay. Well, wait, let me, let me, let me chime in. So I definitely agree with you. You definitely have a lot more tenure, um, than more tenure on us than what me and Tanisha have. Right. And so by this time with where you are in your relationship, of course, you guys are individuals but you have lived your lives collectively for so long that you know what else is there not saying what else but i'm sure you're still growing and learning and evolving um separately and collectively so what i want to say to that um because we're on the front end i i definitely agree with what you're saying and i feel like as i'm i'm living my truth as situations come up then it is time to share let's say said uh, circumstance in the past and how this relates to the future. But if it's not relevant, I don't think I necessarily need to put everything am, out there. Um, uh, you know what I'm saying? So I, for me, on, on, on the privacy end, I feel like when it's necessary, yes, if it's something like a surprise, that's totally different. But I guess we're talking about, it, it depends on specifically what we are talking about. So if we're talking about, hey, you know, body count versus, um, you know, what we did right. with my ex, you know, last year type thing. <laughs> hey, you know, those type of things. Right. So, totally, totally get it. Yes. I agree, Tiffany, because Very good point. me personally, I don't like talking about my past. And when it comes to my past, to be honest with you, it is really not up for discussion. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm I, real. And so I Right. And I'm with you. Ahead. If it's not irrelevant, 
I feel like the only way I need to is talk about my past to you is if it's going to affect our future. Or right. if it's I going see. to affect. Now, you got an STD or some shit like that. You need to. <laughs> that needs oh, to be shared. Please share. You need to share that. Or exactly. if you got a stalker, boyfriend, girlfriend, or whatever, and exactly. you can be in the midst of some fatal attraction type of stuff. Then you need to share some things, mm-hmm. or if you pregnant or you got somebody pregnant and the baby on the way, that needs to be shared. By family, is yep, right? Yes. So you know, I just feel like certain things, and Mitra, certain things we just, I feel like we should keep to ourselves. But Mitra, I will say this: it's nothing wrong with being an open book. The thing is, is that you're in a more, uh, you know, yes, season position. <laughs> Thank you, Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get it out. <laughs> no, I know. Because the thing is, is that, you know, when we're dating and we're not married yet, it's like we want to know what things we can share. Exactly. So here's a question. Do you really feel like your partner needs to know everything about your past? No. No. Um, and, and I say that because if we're starting a new chapter and it's not going to affect, now I'm speaking hypothetically, if, if we're starting a new chapter, mm-hmm. why does the last chapter matter if it's not going to affect this new chapter? I agree. Yep. However, ooh, however, though, because I was okay. going to say this earlier, now you have, um, I'll let you speak on, I'm going to get my, I'm not going to get my opinion just yet, but you speak on me, you speak on, you have close friends of the opposite sex. Speak uh, on that and how you bring that so, in. I did have a male best friend when my husband and I started dating. And um, it wasn't for it. And, and you did, meaning are you still friends? He wasn't now, for or it. Which, and I understand that okay. because I think T and I, we spoke on another episode on the Chronicles, whereas if you have that opposite sex, and you're spending time as I was, and you talk to this person on a regular basis, although it, the intent may be strictly platonic, eventually, right. I feel like those feelings will come. And I just don't want to be caught up in Pandora's box in, in a different What is your And I want to elaborate too, Tiffany, before you give your um, your thoughts, because I feel like you're going to take it home. So So what I want to say about that, as far as like having friends on the opposite sex, because I do have a best friend who's a guy. However, when you are friends with a guy or someone of the opposite sex and you're in a relationship, there needs to be boundaries. It's like, okay, well, it's like, um, you know, I have a dude, so I can't talk to you like I normally have when I was single. And we can't go out on date. Well, you should, I mean, that's your friend, so it shouldn't be a date, but we can't go out like that. Mm-hmm. However, if you do want to go out, we can double date. You bring a date, I have my date mm-hmm. or something like that. But I just feel like there needs to be boundaries if you're going to continue being friends with someone of the opposite sex in a relationship. Which, so, what's your thoughts, Stephen? I definitely agree with that. I think it also um, depends on how uh, that other relationship, how it started, where it is currently, and and the 
the actual goal. Because I feel like, because uh, Mitra, you were saying that you have, um, you don't use the, fr- the term friends loosely. And so the people that you do have in your life, they all have to have purpose. And so if you're going to have somebody, especially of the opposite sex, when you are with someone else, that relationship has to have purpose. And I feel like I usually go off of that first and foremost, including the boundaries. And then therefore, then I move forward. And yes, everybody needs to know everybody. Everybody needs to have eventually have met. And then um, um, respect yourself, respect the other person. And and I exactly I do have I do have the same thing like you said, Tanisha. I do have um, several people that are in my corner because they are truly Correct. my friends. They have my back as far as if something were to happen to me, you know, outside of my family, these people are my family. So I first established um great relationships and I've set those boundaries just like you said and they have purpose in my life. So I keep that in mind. And um new people, they just have to understand you first get in as a friend, period. And then after that I'll see if, you know, you can have an inner circle spot or not, you know. So that's how I look at it, and I'll just try to keep it there and just make sure everybody is respected. I love that. I, I totally agree. <laughs> because you may, I mean, when you have friends that are the opposite sex, they can truly be your friends. Like, some people feel like it's impossible to be friends with the opposite sex, but it really not. You don't, there are some, you don't have to be friends and have any type of intercourse or emotional type of connection that's romantic. You know what I'm saying? You don't really have to have that. And I feel like if those lines have not been crossed, I don't see anything wrong with making it work to still be friends and in a relationship as long as those bound, those lines have not been crossed. I don't agree with right. still being now, friends with people you've had romantic emotions or been physically involved. Okay. Let me speak on that. Let me speak on that. Okay. Okay. So I have a, I had a long, a long time friend from college and we have definitely, you know, crossed all sorts of uh, boundaries and they are currently married right now. Right. And so from the get go, I've already said, you know, I respect the sanctity of marriage. You know, we, you know, we don't cross those lines. So number one, and first and foremost, I respect where he is. So I'm, I'm not crossing over. He's not crossing back. And for me, everybody's different. So for me, I, I turn, I just turn that part off. I really do. I turn it off. And like what Tanisha said with the boundaries, there's just certain spaces and certain places that we just don't, you know, we just don't get so close for those feelings and those things to be turned back on. So I have great discipline within myself. I know myself. And therefore, I just keep it out of distance. We talk on the phone. We do X, Y, and Z. Now, if somebody does get out again, which it has happened, you know, I really just don't respond to it. And then we fall back into friend mode and just kind of like, all right, you know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to dismiss an entire um, friendship, you know, because there was something there before. So that's just that's just me being real. And, and the way I feel about exes are... Um, and it, I think it goes with my childhood as far as with my parents and things like that being divorced or, you know, certain family members never having have been married. So for me, I feel like if you're not dead, then why should I treat you like that? If you haven't done anything malicious to me and most people, we usually break up on, you know, mutual terms. Yeah. So there's no, you know, why can't we be friends? Now, the people that usually aren't my friends are the people who we've never really been yeah. together. So that's a whole nother thing. And usually, uh, most times when people who are interested and you, you, you're thinking about being friends with them, 
you can tell, okay, they're, they're interested and usually they kind of fall by the wayside anyway. And then the ones that do stick around, you do know after that has been proposed and you're like, you know what? No. And they're still friends. Then, you know, they're really down for you, you know, um, down for, 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 for forever. So that's how I kind of roll with it because I just don't want to dismiss people who have had a prominent uh, place in my life. And I can still being that certain people like this particular uh, person is married. We do talk, you know, I talk to him about, you know, where he is in life or where I am in life. And then we just kind of not necessarily compare apples to oranges, but we just talk about it because I do feel like uh, his purpose is we prayed and um, our purpose in each other's lives is to help us get through um, on different ends of the spectrum. You know, we push through and we get through um, where we're supposed to be and God helps us in our different areas. So that's how I feel he fulfills me in that area. And then there's just certain things he just won't be a part of as it, as I move forward in a different direction okay. than someone else. I mean, that makes sense. Yes. Okay. So I got a question just to do a little twist with it. Mm -hmm. When it comes oh. to privacy, let's think of some red flags in a relationship and why people would want privacy. So I can give you one. Uh, which is story time. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I was in a relationship, uh, about four or five years ago and this guy okay. that I was saying, I saw, see, here's the thing. Sometimes we don't listen to ourselves and then sometimes we don't, we overlook the little things and then those things that are very little become the biggest issues. So <laughs> me being in a relationship at that time, um, I was, you know, in the, in his house making us some dinner and all of a sudden his phone rings. He don't even bother to look at his phone. All he do is just, in his pocket, puts it on silent, and that's it. And I'm looking at him like, uh, you ain't gonna look at your phone? You're not gonna answer the phone? <laughs> you ain't gonna look at your phone to see who it is? It could be your mom, your sister, it could be anybody, but you just hit the silent button. And it did mm -hmm. bother me that day, but I didn't say anything. So I was like, you know what? It's probably nothing. And then he was stressed about his privacy. Like, I ain't doing this, I ain't doing that. I just need my space. I just need my space. Or we're dating, we're year in, but you having issues with me leaving my shit at your house. Why is that an issue? That has nothing to do, to me, it makes me feel like you want your privacy because you're being sneaky. Right. So it's like, right. to me now, looking at it, because I'm no longer in that situation, I, to me, I looked at it as a unhealthy privacy and someone abusing their privacy. <laughs> right. Yes, I definitely agree. And it's like now, when it comes to the future, you don't really want to make people, new people, pay for right. the yeah. past mistakes. Yeah. But it's like now, the question is like, okay, I understand you may want your privacy, but why? I think you first and foremost need to be coming from a healthy place. Uh, to, and, and not from an insecure place, if that No, makes that makes sense. a lot of sense. It does. Then, and then when you, and what it is, is when you come from that secure place, you, then you'll begin to feel and discern when something is off. And then what you'll do is when you approach the individual in a mature manner and making sure you have effective communication, you can be able to read what they're saying to you, whether they're hiding something, whether they're telling the truth or whether something's a little off. And then you have to make this, you have to make the decision from then whether you want to stay or leave. So that at that point in time, when whatever it was that was really small, that's when you need to address it 
nip it in the bud and you can't move forward until that's addressed or yes it will spiral out of control and then here you are and it's just like i don't understand now we arguing over something that's really you know very minute so i think it it because a lot of my a lot of my red flags when they popped up it was because i was insecure to address the issue and i didn't want to leave because i was afraid of I guess being alone or I was afraid of yeah, losing the person. So sometimes I think we have to evaluate ourselves when it comes to that. I know I'm I'm changing kind of the subject with the privacy, but no, they all it, do go it into correlates with each because, other. So that makes right, a lot of sense. Privacy, and the situation is that you did point out I was afraid to leave because I felt like if I left I was missing out on something. Mm-hmm. Therefore, if you would have already just did what you had to do with yourself, they might have been like, whoa, whoa, this might not have been a too much of a issue. Yo, know, it, it was so-and-so on the phone. They might, you know, open up and be like, you know what? I'm not really sure about so-and-so. What should I do? You know, she's been hitting me up or whatever the case is. You know what I mean? You have to be so confident with yourself that you allow that person to feel safe and secure with you so that they can open up. And then we get to the point where that's message. true. But Tiffany, to be honest with you, he was well. <laughs> and that's, what, and that's what it was. So. Turned out to be. And, <laughs> but you know what? At that time, when I was in that situation, you were very right because I did. The problem was I didn't listen to myself when myself told me no in the first beginning. And if I would have never ignored that red flag and just cut his ass off at that time, I would have saved myself a lot of headache. Just trouble and heartache. Yeah, exactly. So that's usually for females. That's usually what it is. We know what's up. We really do, and we have the power to do everything that it is that we want to do, but we just don't because we want, we feel like, like you said, we're going to miss out, but it truly comes with when you're tired of being tired, that's what it comes and boils down to. So you just have to, uh, to stand firm on whatever your, what your boundaries are, stand firm on what you will and won't do and whatever it is that you say, um, you want for yourself in the future. And I think it first comes with that self-love. That is so true. And then you not allowing somebody to do the um the opposite of what you said you're going to do Facts. for yourself. So another privacy thing. Mitra, did you want to add something to that? Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Okay. So another privacy thing. Do you feel like privacy should be a concern for someone who turns their phone over? <laughs> go ahead, Mitra. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't necessarily think so. Um, because I turn my phone over and I have nothing to hide and I just think it's a habit. It's out of habit. I just turn it over. Yeah. I don't know. I just turn, it's out of habit. I have nothing to hide and Derek has my pin number to my phone. So, I mean, if I turn it over and he feel, if he needs my phone, he has my pin number to get into my phone. So, I mean, it. It really, I think some people do it out of habit. Now, if you got that thing on airplane mode and we in the house just chilling, now I got a problem. <laughs> it's a different story because it's like, don't you guys right. take it? Right. On. Or you have your phone on, do not disturb. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So, did you want to add something, Tiffany? Um, I, I am curious to. I'm not at the space where I share um, information like that as far as like pin numbers and things. So I don't know if that is necessary for me, if it ever will be necessary. I think when the time does come, I'm sure it'll be fine. But right now, um, cause I do hear of, um, not, not where people are, are so far in as where you are, Mitchell, but just, you know, people that are dating with people that have been together just for a few years, like, 
the whole, well, let me see your phone and this, this and that. And it's kind of like, I think that's, that is not necessary because it's like, what are we really doing? And I feel like there's a lack of trust there. So, um, I do feel, I feel privacy to, to have privacy means that you have some sense of security for yourself right. at least. And then if, you know, and then if you want to share, okay. So I think that needs to be, um, what is the word? Maybe provided or I don't know, not, not provided, but respected, you know, like respect the other person's privacy if they choose right. to have it and then, and then go from there. So that's just what I want to say about that. Cause I think, I just think it's interesting. I'm just, I've never been at that space yet where, you know, I'm sharing it with my phone rings. Yeah, I'm, of course you can answer it, but you know, somebody doesn't have a pin, you know, now maybe it'll get to that space because of safety. Like, Hey, if you needed to get to my phone, you know, go ahead and answer this for my mom or whoever, like that's different, you know, and I don't have anything to hide, but I'm just not right. there yet. And you know? know what, Tiffany, there's nothing wrong with that because I mean, I don't share pins. I don't even care to know what the pin number is with the guy that I'm dating. It's like when you have, um, here's the thing, this, I don't know if this may be changing the subject a little bit, but you know, mm -hmm. going back those four or five years ago, being being single for taking that time to be single for three whole years taught me a lot about myself and it mm -hmm. helped me mm -hmm. and it helped me learn how to overcome that insecurity stage not allow someone to make me insecure and then um learning how to learning how to deal with people in the future and i think a lot of people don't understand the word evaluation Oh, and yeah. I think they just look yeah. at it as it's a word, but you really have to take that time to really learn yourself. Like you said, right? Like you got to mm -hmm. learn, okay, well, this is what I, what I could have done better. And this is something about myself that I need to be secure. And I need to know what I'm willing to tolerate and what I'm not willing to tolerate. If that's part of one of my uh, standards that I, yes. you know, that I expect when it comes to uh date and things of that nature mm -hmm. and when it comes to privacy it's like you don't mind people having their privacy but at the same time it's like i don't want to be out here looking like an idiot either exactly right? okay let me ask this so privacy and having space um what does that mean Ooh, for the both girl. Stephanie, girl. <laughs> okay so <laughs> The whole having space now, that I'm 100% with because Tiffany, I don't know if you know, but I have three girls. Oh, yeah. Lovely. And, and my husband, he, he's like a kid too. <laughs> Shout out to Derek. <laughs> but what I'm saying, I say all that to say, sometimes I need my space. I just need me time. And, um, mm -hmm. a lot of times it's not because it's to get away from them. It's just, for my sanity and I believe in having my space, having my girls safe, having my, um, just, just me, nobody else, just me, not cooking dinner, not preparing something for the next day, just me. And, um, and when I'm on my me time, please do not call me. Please do not bother me. Please do not text me because this is just what that is. My me time. And I think my Derek mind. does have a hard time dealing with that because we are always together and we are always doing something together but it, it's nothing against him or the kids it's just me like to keep my 
be mentally healthy. I always say this. You can't pour from an empty cup. So you have to make sure you're full and you're taking care of yourself. And sometimes you have to be selfish to take care of self so you can take care of the other things that need to be taken care of. So, yeah, I'm 100% for that me time. And let me be on my me time with myself. And I agree with Mitra. I feel like um, privacy and space is definitely two different things to me. Now. Another story okay. time. Let me tell you, I got a whole load. <laughs> so I used to be like Derek. I remember uh, because I was not used to getting time from uh, the guys that I was dating. Time was always an issue. It's like, oh, I need my space. Mm-hmm. I need my space. But we were dating and we didn't really have a chance to be around each other to even learn each other. And I'm like, how can we learn each other if you're constantly screaming, you need space, and we're still in the beginning stage? So, exactly. So, when I was dating, I was dating a guy, and girl, let me tell you, we was around each other every single day. Now, I ain't going to lie, I loved it because I wasn't used to it. But then eventually, right. I started getting tired. <laughs> <laughs> much space I really how much time you feel that desire in me and then I realized when you around each other so freaking much you start crashing. Right. And it yeah. was like, oh my gosh. And I I was like, Lord, I, I need I, I'm gonna have to take a time off. Like I need I need a I need to clock out <laughs> right now. You know right. <laughs> I need a vacation. You know, but it was, but it was a good experience. But since I was able to experience that, it's like now I'm okay with giving someone space. It gives us time to miss each other, but it also allows us to like when we reconnect. It's like, oh my gosh, I love seeing you. But if you're not used to getting that, to me that's an issue because you should be able to experience being around someone, someone wanting to be around you just as much as you want to be around there. But if that's something you always lack, I can see why that would be an issue. Uh, when you say that, and the reason why I was asking if space and privacy are the same thing, because sometimes I feel like when someone needs their space, they need their privacy to do whatever it is they right. want to do. And it's not which, so you could look at it like that, or you could look at it like, I just need my me time. Um, you can also, because you said you wanted to be around them, I think it's also important to know what your love language is. Uh, everyone's love language isn't quality time. And so uh, they don't speak in that manner. So therefore, if you are missing it, I know for me, it's quality time. And I know that that, that shows that that person really cares and appreciates uh, me. But then even with that being a love language, I do as well get uh, like, okay. I think it needs to be communicated and it goes back to what we were saying about knowing yourself and knowing how to effectively communicate and what your boundaries are because you can have everything that you want, but then on the inside, you could be screaming for something, but not really know how to, you know, uh, basically get it across. And then one day you just blow up with a volcano of emotions and now they're looking at you like, where did this come from? So it still boils down to taking that time 
like those single years, spending time with yourself and really knowing like who you are and being able to articulate that and hoping that the other person on the other end can be just as mature as you are to receive it in a healthy manner. And then you guys can move forward from there. So I agree with what everybody is saying. I am, uh, Mitra, what you were talking about with the three kids and a husband and everything. I am, I, I am praying to God. Like, how do you even balance? Like, how does that even happen? And I'm sure when the time comes, it will. But that's something that I'm just like, wow. Because I can't even balance right now, my friends. Girl, <laughs> so I'm just who trying you feeling? <laughs> <laughs> the balancing. Lord, have mercy. You got some needy friends, though, T. Oh, my gosh. Man, I do have needy friends. And that irritates me. Like, I'm not needy. But needy? Oh, my gosh. Like, when it comes to, when it comes to, and we're going we gonna to switch the friends. So I do want to say this, Tiffany, because you said something very important. And communication is always the key when it comes to uh, a relationship and what you want. And um, Mitra always say, you got to make sure you handle that in your vetting process. So it's Mm -hmm. like when it comes to, like, even the guy that I'm dating now, I knew quality time. It's an issue for me. And that's something that I want. And when I put it out on the table and I say, listen, this is what I want. If I feel like I'm wasting my time or if you're wasting my time, I'm done. You know, it's just with that three years that I took being by myself to learn myself, I told myself I will no longer tolerate what I used to tolerate. I will no longer put up with it. Mm-hmm. It's either me or you. It's either I'm going to get what I want from you or there's going to be someone else out there who will actually give me what I want because I'm a firm believer. There is someone out there who don't mind giving you what you want. Right. I agree. I agree. Most definitely. So let's talk about friends and privacy. Um, Do you feel like talk about you can tell your friends too much about you and do you feel like you need to keep some things to yourself? Mm-hmm. Oh, I got this. Okay, so I think it's I love it, Tiffany. Called Think, Learn, and Succeed by Dr. Caroline Lee. And she said, it's somewhere in the book, I'm paraphrasing, but you need to have three types of people in your life. Um, and these, so these, this is how I think of my friends. You have the friends that you can tell everything to. You have the friends that you can tell some things to and then, or, or friends or acquaintances or whatever, you know, whoever's in your life. And then you have those people that you know that you can't really go to. So basically what I'm saying is as far as your emotional cup, everyone has one and you can't keep everything to yourself because it's kind of like throwing things in a closet and just putting it away, putting it away. And then eventually that closet's going to get full and you just burst open, right? Like the emotional volcano. So what you need is over time, you need to have, you need to identify those people in your life. Your friends could be your friend, your family, your friends could be your friends, your friends could be your coworker, your friends could be your significant other, whoever those people are, you need to identify, is this someone that I can tell everything to? Yes, no. Is this someone that I can tell partial things to? And who are the people that I need to stay away from? Because if you tell something to the wrong person, now you're not filled. They just took away from you and then you're still left. You know, basically empty. So I think that's what's important um, when it comes to when it comes to your privacy and when you identify the people that you can tell everything to. You need to also make sure that these are people that you can trust when it comes to privacy, knowing that they're not going to basically, you know, tell all your business, 
um, you know, to the next person. Or if you have, let's say, like a trio of friends and it's three of you, you know, is this something, hey, don't tell someone so, you know, yet because I want to tell her, like, you know, th- those types of things. Is one person going to go pinned against the other? You have to evaluate all of that stuff. So I, for me and my circle, um, before I actually become friends with someone, I sit and I watch them. And then I actually openly say, like, hey, you know, let's hang out or let's do this. Or I actually want to be your friend. Kind of like when we were in kindergarten. Hey, be my friend. I think. I feel like we get away from that just because we're adults. <laughs> what you said was so important. You watch and observe first. Yep. I, you have to. You have to because people change. You're right. Go ahead, go ahead. I have been guilty of this myself. Just going with the initial instinct, oh my gosh, she's so cool, you know, and just trusting, being trusting and believing, hey, this part, expecting her out of me and getting burnt. So I love what you said about observing. And again, that vetting process is so important. And sometimes I think we get caught in the moment and it's just like, oh my gosh, like, She's finishing. She's finishing your sentences, and she you think you feel like you think on the same level, and you're like, oh my, mm-hmm. it's so cool. But she's only showing you. She he or she is only showing you a representative of what you want to see. You have to sit back and observe. And I really like that point that you made. You sit back and observe, and that is very important when it comes to friendships, relationships. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I totally agree because. Um, one thing that I share with my friends and I tell them, it's like, I will still come to me for advice. I'll give them advice, but then they'll come back to me confused because they don't ask for advice with someone else. And I told them, I said, listen, if you're sharing your business with someone and by the time you get finished talking to them and you worse off than when you went to them, you need to stop sharing mm-hmm. your business to them. Exactly. And then on top of that, it's like, you know, you have those friends, like you said. It's like you share things with them, but then you'll be somebody else will come back to you and tell you what you done told one they of your said. friends. <laughs> and I'm going to be honest with you. I have friends that I share things with and I got friends that I don't share shit with. <laughs> <laughs> but they still my friends. <laughs> right, right, right. I just don't tell them nothing. Right. You know, because I, like you said, I observe but some things I had to learn through experience and I learned okay you know what you're a great person but I just know when it comes to my privacy I can't share certain things with you because you're going to go back and tell someone else my business and that person don't even need to know anything about me right I'm thinking I'm thinking that also depends on all this depends on how much you just share in general you know what I'm saying yeah and yeah, like I, just in general, there's something, you know how people say you move in silence. Sometimes if you might not just news, need to say anything to anyone. I agree, Tiffany. I don't care about someone sharing good news, you know, right. when it comes to me. If you're excited and you just have to share someone the great news about me, it's okay. But if it's something that I confide in you in and you already know it's negative, why are you telling someone else that? Because people feed off negative more than they do positivity. They do. They're not going to share the great news about me by you telling them, but they sure will share some negative. They've been told everybody in the whole damn town. <laughs> <laughs> well, those are the people that you got to watch and be like, you know what? See, nah. 
Yeah. Time to (laughs) reevaluate. And that is the Inside Scoop. Make sure you tune in next week for another great episode. I'm your host, Tanisha Javon. And when you check in with us, it's no gossip, just talk. Ciao for now.